When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. Health Lock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. It's going to be a few minutes before we get to Mark Garagos. I've been told uh, he's on a vacation and... uh... Oh, tougher to reach him. But uh, we will be talking in a moment to Mark Aragos. Of course, uh, you know him well, and it uh, goes back many years. <laughs> John and Ken showed he was Scott Peterson's lawyer. Wow. But we talked to him a lot in 2020 and 21 about the COVID-19 and the, the state's emergency powers and the lockdowns. And he got himself involved representing restaurants. And it turns out a nail salon. And nail salons, I remember, they took it really hard back in 2020 when even Gavin Newsom called them out as being some kind of incredibly risky place to go. Yeah. To get COVID. And, <laughs> Which, and, you know, you look at it now, and, it's just really dumb. And, and, and why didn't people look at it dumb then? It's like the beach thing, you know. <laughs> well, he I just, can see the people too close together on the beach. This is horrible. So many. Close the beaches. So many, like, stupid things. And everybody, oh, I guess so. You know, if it's going to keep us safe. My well, at the beginning, God. they weren't sure if it was oh, just... But- after, transmitted by aerosol or whether or not they could be touching and touching surfaces. And, uh, you know, with nail salons, you're all touching the hands. You're you touching know what? Everything. If you weren't hysterical within a couple of months. Remember you had to mark know. your tennis ball? Yes, you did. You, to, you didn't you, do that, I know. Uh, no, I did not. Although my, my tennis courts were locked up by that idiot Garcetti. Because, because you know, dangerous. it was such a breeding ground. I mean, I saw people playing tennis, and suddenly they'd grab their chest and keel over and die right in front of me. <laughs> COVID's My, everywhere. Yeah, it was so. It was just, it was terrible. It was a bloodbath. What a, what a bunch of morons we have running us uh, that we so elect and pay. Th- uh. This cause of action dealt with uh, a ruling, I'm sorry, a ruling, a lawsuit that. Um, Newsom was illegally using his emergency powers to shut down the salons, and this particular business decided to challenge it. Even, you know, here we are, 
two years later. They're called Image. Image is Luxury Nail Salon. And it's the state against the state of California. And Mark, when we get to him, will update us. Uh, well, exactly what he has women feeding him grapes on the beach right now. So we just have to wait till that's, that's done. Oh, um, that's... <laughs> that's one of the perks of being a wealthy lawyer. I absolutely uh, yeah. guess so. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the tomato flu. No, it's not a joke. The tomato flu has been identified in India. It's infected 82 children, all under the age of five. It's called tomato flu because you get little red spots, like little tomato color. Like little tomatoes are, are blooming on yeah. your... Uh... Red blisters yeah. appear on your skin. Another disgusting picture to go with monkeypox nose. You get fever and joint pain. And uh, it is rare, rare, rarely fatal, though. It's but it's uh, something they're keeping an eye on. So where where does this come from? Uh, well, they found it in India. Oh, you mean what kind of? Did uh, someone get intimate with a tomato? I mean, what? Where? What's the? What's the origin of this? No, no, no. This, they only call it tomato because of the coloring of the of yeah, the mark on your must... body. It has nothing to do with tomato. The the the, the actual. Uh, Food. The symptoms of vomiting, diarrhea, dehydration, body aches. It's supposed to be similar to hand, foot, and mouth disease. <laughs> I know, I always wait, hated that wait. one, too. <laughs> symptoms include vomiting, diarrhea, dehydration, and body aches. Don't horses and cows get that? Now, we're watching this because COVID started in China. Now, this one's starting in India. We can't take it lightly. Well, is there some animal involved here? I don't have that information in this article, so I can't answer your question. Many, many of these diseases, the weird diseases, come from humans interacting inappropriately with animals. Let me see if I can. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't know that. Uh, oh, I just, the, I just... Yeah, the monkeypox comes from rodents. Yeah. And, of course, we well, Wuhan. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, the basis of eruption of red and painful blisters throughout the body that enlarge to the size of a tomato. That's another reason it's called oh, get out the of tomato here. flu. You're going to get a blister the size of a tomato? They, a cherry tomato or one of the, one of, uh, one of the big tomatoes? Uh, I'm just trying to... Oh, of course, it was in the Daily Mail today, that? too. Can you imagine having a blister the size of a real tomato? Well, some t I like, well, cherry tomatoes are tiny. Imagine so. when it pops. <laughs> oh. So, so far, not a lot of kids have these, but it is close to 100 yeah. in this section of India. looks to be on uh, the eastern shore area, about the middle of the country. It is very contagious, and it could That's spill great. into adult populations if they can't bring it under great. control. Does this sound familiar? I don't know. We should get rid of international travel. Uh, Everybody should stay in their own country. <laughs> The yeah, they didn't know what these kids had, so they tested them for everything. Dengue. Oh, remember uh, ch chikungunya, chikungunya. Yes. Zika. They tested them for herpes. They tested them for chickenpox. Everything. They all came back negative, and they couldn't figure out what it is. So I'm just trying to see though if there's any possible origins that they've tracked yet as to where the the tomato flu comes from. I love the name, though. Yeah, they said it's a, it's a new virus. They have not... Uh, they have oh, they not... haven't determined the possible source? Uh, they've never seen it before. Oh, no. What's going on? They noticed the symptoms could also have a new after effect that happens after the body clears the infections. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
So we're still looking at his head. Well, we we've, we've been told that they can't find more Caracos. <laughs> what so, is this? His nap time? I have an expression on the show: the bus doors close and we well, move on. Well, What's that? I, I heard he was he's on the beach. Yes, but they can't find him. He's probably just not answering his phone. Uh-huh. So. He might be involved in something. He uh, might be involved. Sure, he's involved on the beach. He might be being and fed grapes. When and... you're uh, when you're rich, there's a lot of people who want to be involved with you. Ah. well, uh, he's yeah. made a lot of money. But so apparently, this case that the nail salon has against the state of California over these stupid emergency powers that the state used to shut them down, they won some sort of round in front of a judge. They haven't won the whole case, but. That was just going to be an update on it. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, Mark Ever gets out of his swimsuit and wants to inform us. He can come on. Uh, Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. A convicted sex offender accused of killing a woman in Riverside County has been charged with murder. Cops say the guy stuffed the woman's remains in a car found abandoned in Vista back in July. President Biden will host a summit next month at the White House on hate and violence in the U.S. The White House's The United We Stand Summit will highlight the effects of violence on public safety and democracy. The Transportation Secretary is pushing airlines to do more to avoid all those delays and cancellations, especially with Labor Day coming up. Southland weather from KFI, sunny tomorrow with highs in the upper 70s. To mid- all right, well, they can't find Mark Arago, so he's going to have to move uh, on. Okay. He might be indeed a missing person. I, you know, he's, he's got to have suntan oil on his back. and Yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of demands on his life. Sure. Probably forgot we were one of them for 10 minutes Sure, today. you know, he's, he's, he's gotten even bigger since uh, the last time we were, he was on our show. We'll stick with the courtroom. Today was a big day for, you know, celebrity watchers, so to speak, because in a federal courtroom in L.A., it was Vanessa Bryant's turn on the stand. I have really mixed feelings about this trial, if you want to call it that. This is a federal lawsuit against the county, the sheriff's department, you name it. And if you don't know by now, it's over pictures, gruesome pictures that were taken of the scene of the helicopter crash back in early 2020 that killed Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. Also in this lawsuit is a man by the name of Chris Chester, whose wife, Sarah, and daughter, Peyton, were also killed in the crash. They're kind of together in this lawsuit against uh, the county, the sheriff, everybody, so today was a big day because it was Vanessa Bryant's turn on the stand. And among the things that she said was when she was told by Sheriff Villanueva that her husband and daughter had died, he asked if there was anything he could do for her. And she said, I'm concerned about paparazzi. So he said, well, we've got a no-flight umbrella over the scene. Don't worry about that. And of course, we now know what happened a month or so later that uh, deputies and firefighters took photos of the scene and started sharing them. At yeah, places that they hang out. There is, there's no, uh, there's no way to control the uh, the knucklehead factor. I mean, no. some, some guys are incredible. An incredibly sensational story like this, the knucklehead factor triples, quadruples. Right, everybody but, wants to be the one that oh, you want to see what I got on my phone. Sure, they do. It's a, they get they get a rush, and then they, there's always an audience. You go to the bar and you show it to the other guys, and the other guys go, "Oh wow, look at that!" I get, and they're probably making all kinds of foul jokes, and uh, that's 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 human nature. Yeah. But I just I don't know if this is going to result in a major financial reward. And, I'm not either. Supposedly, uh, it's more about just finding out how this happened. 
mm-hmm. and getting to the bottom of the, the, the procedures that they use when they have a situation because like this. But I, I don't think the taxpayers I, ought to pay a single penny for this. I don't think she's after a lot of money because they've got plenty of money. And I think, uh, you know, she truly is so disgusted by their behavior and wants them singled out. I just I, the thing is that I don't see the names of these uh, deputies and firefighters. How come their names aren't publicized for doing this? Uh, I think a couple of them actually did testify and said that uh, I think they admitted. I thought so. I haven't been following every day. Yeah, I, I know. I just noticed in most of the main stories, it's it's and, you know, people get to hide behind the, the vague bureaucracy of uh it says the here, jurors spent the last week and a half hearing from sheriff's deputies, firefighters, and their supervisors about what they did and why. Several of them gave testimony that was inconsistent with their earlier statements. One mm-hmm. fire captain who took photos claimed on the stand he didn't remember being at the crash site at all. Oh, that's yeah. not good. No, because the identity it, of at least one firefighter who received the photos has never been identified. Because his lawyer told him, if you admit anything, you might be up for a, a civil lawsuit yourself. So nobody's yeah. going to... It's the world we're in. But, yeah, but it's still perjury if you lie about, you know, when you're asked. If you're uh, not, not I don't remember. Hmm. I don't That's remember one, is huh? the all-purpose scoundrel's escape hatch. Uh, yeah, but wouldn't there be, unless the fire captain was off-duty, wouldn't there be a record of him being at the crash site that day? And Sure, but he didn't say he wasn't assignment there. Or... He didn't say he wasn't there. He says, I don't remember being there. Uh, I don't remember, right? Sure. So it could be, maybe it isn't. I don't recall. You'd ask yourself, I mean, you got to believe uh, Vanessa Bryant gets up there, this jury. Uh, I, I don't see how the county has any chance here, but I don't know what the actual outcome will be. So you might wonder, what would be the cross-examination? What, if you were a lawyer for the well, county, what would you... Well, apparently they asked her about business endeavors and travel that she did since the crash to try to cast doubt on the severity of the emotional distress that she says she suffered over the photographs. That that has been their response. This whole case is weird because we know the deputies and the firefighters did it. That is not in dispute. Yeah, that's not in question. There, there's, right. there's proof that they did it. There's plenty of witnesses, and, and so there's no question. She wants to know why officially. Well, the why is that uh, people are ghouls. Guys are a-holes. That's why. Just the basic horribleness of human nature. So I, you know, this kind of goes, I guess for the record, it's going to be documented that, uh, you know, these people did this terrible thing. But But like you said, it's terrible human nature, but it is human nature. It's, I wouldn't call it the most evil thing I've ever heard. It's just horribly unethical. Look, every time somebody, some paparazzi gets away with a terrible photo and it ends up on, uh, on the internet and right. years ago it used to end up on the front of a tabloid um, yeah. I, I, I remember as a kid you know seeing the New York Post when a mobster got uh, killed and he splayed out on the sidewalk with blood gushing out of his head or his face is down in a plate of spaghetti I mean that's what uh, there's always somebody who got the photo and always always a news outlet willing to publish it yeah the one story that has stood up is apparently uh, not long after the crash, at the Baja California Bar and Grill in Norwalk, a young L.A. County Sheriff's deputy was showing gruesome photos taken at the scene of the tragedy. He was working the day the helicopter went down, took pictures of the crash site and the bodies. But it doesn't name this person. 
Do they have some sort no, of protection I mean, under... I mean, is, there is some official need to take photos because it could have been crime scene because you don't know. That's right? been that's part of the defense, right? Right. I mean, you could have had you could have had sabotage. You could have had criminal negligence on the part of the uh, the, the helicopter company. I mean, you, you just don't know. There could have been a, a fight in the cockpit. So you you've got to take photos to prove that these people really died and to establish the parameters of the accident. The thing is, is that as the the county. Oh, by the way, I should. Sorry, last line in the story. Joey Cruz, the deputy who showed the photos to a bartender, did take the stand and apologize and said he took it too far. So there's a name, Joey Cruz. There you go. Yeah, well, so there, there least, are some names here. Yeah. Well, that, that's good. You know, that, what, what the county's been arguing is that she never saw the photos. Nobody's actually seen them online. So she's upset over the idea that someday the photos could be online. Which That's is, correct. is a natural she's still got fear. Other kids that but, she doesn't want. But they're saying that you know right now there really isn't any damage because it didn't happen yet. Right. It's as if there are no photos. The only people who saw it, I read there might have been thirty people between the deputies and the firefighters who took and, the photos and, right. and the she people. She testified today. She still thinks she still has panic attacks and anxiety over the possibility of these photos surfacing. Well, every time she goes on a news site, you don't know, right? Something could pop. That's happened to people. People have... And there's probably fake ones out there, too. That's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> We're now in a world of deep fakes. Yeah, so there's probably all sorts of phony pictures a... out there. And I don't even know what you're looking at. Monstrous species, especially young guys. Um, yeah, I mean, well, they called on the old legal analyst, Lori Levinson, and said, you know, we're only seeing this because Vanessa Bryant has enough money to take this case to court like this. Many other families could suffer from this. But, I mean, she was... Married to such a super celebrity, that brings a story high and above what could happen to anybody else in this in this kind of situation where crime scene photos I, I, or rather death scene photos have been disseminated. Yeah, I remember there was um, a story a few years ago. There was this this terrible accident, and the parents of I think their their daughter was involved in the accident. And they were trying like hell yes, to I get it Yes, I remember that. She slammed into a, a toll booth or something. Yeah, and they were trying a to... A young woman, yes. And it's impossible to scrub it off the internet it's just when, yeah. when, you know because they're, they're it's just copied and repeated endlessly on all these bot sites so oh, there's uh, the site's so many places at. now yeah all right we got more coming up whole industry johnny kensho mark garagos no, no. Look around. <laughs> he's still getting uh, oiled up we uh <laughs> we are <laughs> we are surging ahead we'll have the moist line at 5 20 and 5 50 the friday moist line calls um, also, um, we, what was I going to say? I forgot. Uh, we will update you too on a couple of stories. We finally heard, uh, four days later about why the recall effort against George Gascon failed. Yeah. And one of them is from a, uh, a right wing website. So it's not yeah. like this is coming from, you know, the it's, left uh, or. This looks like a huge botch job on the part of the uh, recall organizers, and it's infuriating. Yeah. And the one thing I'm, I'm hearing that I don't like, and I don't know if you share this opinion, because a lot of times you don't. Um, well, you know how we always pick on the progressive and the woke media, mm -hmm. the way they sometimes try to summarize a story just to match whatever their you know, <laughs> ideological viewpoint is. I, I, some of that's going on in the other direction here. Uh, people are doing the simple thing and comparing this to mail-in ballots, the recall is completely different. And most of the signatures that were thrown out were thrown out because the person either wasn't registered to vote or it was a duplicate situation. 
It was not a signature match thing. So it's not, it's apples no. and oranges. No. But well, some are trying to do the lazy thing and they're just saying, oh, it's George Soros. No. And it's Dean Logan and he's corrupt. And let's, let's, no. on this show, we try to, and it took us a few days, we think, to try to get a real look at what happened instead of just doing the knee-jerk response. No, right. it's, it's not Dean Logan and it's not George Soros. It's the incompetence of the people running the recall. And it appears that whatever money they had, they spent it on grabbing as many signatures as they could. They did need a lot. That was quite an undertaking to try to grab over 700,000 signatures in that short period of time. I got to say that, but that's where the money went. The money did not go to verifying the signatures to try to do any vetting. That's the word vetting. No. And they have some questionable companies connected, and they have some questionable political consultants who hired the uh, questionable vetting companies. Right. So we'll. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people who didn't do their their job properly, and they all, uh, they all, all their names ought to be publicized because uh, it's a huge disappointment, and it's going to have a real meaningful effect on whether some people live or die in this county. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the five o'clock hour. Well, you know, as he's wont to do, Governor Dippity Do Gavin Newsom sometimes likes to stand up and say something very forceful. And one of the things I think he said last year was. Uh, we we got to clean up these homeless encampments. They're filthy. They're unhealthy. They're dangerous. I remember when he made this big speech. The media loved it. It grabbed headlines. But, so, as usual with Newsom, there's no follow-up. No. Well, there is this time. There's a letter. <clears throat> a letter. Oh, there's a, he wrote a letter? They did, yes. Oh. Newsom's office has written a letter to Oakland officials <laughs> to take them to task for not cleaning up a huge, and I mean 200-plus people. It's a homeless encampment. Oh. In an Oakland neighborhood. They were taken to task. That's yes, even, that's the word that was used wow. in the Mercury News. That's really taken harsh. to task. That's I'm going expression. to take you to Accusing task. Accusing them of shirking their responsibility to oh, clear up no. the encampment. Illegal shirking? That's right. <laughs> they sent it to the Oakland city attorney. But <laughs> what they are claiming in the story is they might they might cut off some funding. Might. If they don't clean up the encampment. Uh, might. That's w- the threat here. I, w- I would give them a week and uh, tell them that they're never getting another dime as long as I'm governor. For uh, And I'd throw out a few other uh, agencies that aren't going to be funded. They got a week to clear out that, that encampment. Well, the, the Newsom people are claiming that they were given $4.7 million to specifically clear up this encampment. Well, can you? Now, $4.7 million is a lot of money. I- can you imagine where all that money goes in Oakland? What drain hole? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean that they're, they're the the employees there who work for the city are probably running out the back door with bags of money, and thrown in the trunk of their cars and taken off. Listen to the way this has been been described. Several hundred people are estimated to live in tents, makeshift shacks, cars, and RVs along several blocks of Wood Street. The camp has been a major point of contention for months. A fire there last month sent clouds of black smoke which closed portions of the I-80 and 880 overpasses. 20 firefighters doused another fire Tuesday, which ignited an RV and debris surrounding the vehicle. Now, here's the best part. Who do you think owns this land? Just, it's, it's Caltrans. It's Caltrans, Caltrans, yeah. The vagrants love to camp near the freeways on the Caltrans property. It seems to be the thing that they do so why doesn't, over the state. Why doesn't the state kick them off? Yeah, because Caltrans it, is a state agency. Yes, it's state-owned land. So this should go back to Newsom. Wow. You know what it is? It's like how you described uh, that vet's 
homeless encampment on the west side. Everybody says it's not my responsibility because right. the county, the city was involved and. Uh, and the federal and the government. Feds, yeah, yeah. The federal government. Yeah, they too, each right. owned a different strip of land. The feds owned the strip of land uh, in front of the uh, iron fencing of the Veterans Administration. Then the sidewalk was owned, I think, by the county. Then the street in front of the sidewalk was owned by the city. Right. Well, in, in, the, in this encampment problem in Oakland, it's a judge that's part of the problem. He says you can't clear out the camp till you find everybody a place to live. We're back to that problem again. Well, uh, they've got they've got they, they've got shelters there. Then just order them into the shelters, and if they don't uh, go, then arrest them or drive them out to the desert. Drive them to the desert. I, I mean, I mean, it, it just you you have to have an absolute. You must do this, or we're we're putting you in, in confinement, or we're putting you out in the woods. Oh, listen to this. City outreach teams engage with oh a dozen people. Six accepted placements and shelters. Four agreed to move into a safe RV parking site, and three just said, "Nah." A dozen people—they have hundreds. A dozen people. That's it. And they got, got four point seven million dollars. And, and they're supposed to be building a fifty-unit shelter on a privately owned lot. Well, fifty units is still not going to take care of hundreds of people. Hundreds of people, right? I'm, well, how many years has this been building? You know, you know, this is what pisses me off. Stuff like this builds for years. I know. I saw it firsthand uh, uh, on uh, in front of the VA. That built for four years, and then everybody goes, "Well, it's really too big. What are we going to do?" No, yeah, you don't right. let it build for four years. When the first guy came, you've got to. That's what they're doing now. Because every once in a while, I see a guy show up and he tries to pitch a tent. He's yes. gone. Oh, do you? <laughs> Same day. Yeah. Well, because people stress, because they moved uh, most of those people inside behind the Iron Gate and they oh. gave them tents and tiny homes to live in. Right. So uh, you can see it from the roadway. And I'm sure any homeless straggler goes by and thinks, okay, this place is cool. I see all the, uh, all the others there behind the gate. But oh, they, they, they're, they're taken care of right away. You take it's what they do in Beverly Hills. We, we drove through Beverly Hills last Sunday night. And even one of my sons noticed. He goes, how come there's no homeless people on the, on the grass here? You know, the big it's, wide medians in yeah, the park. There's some nice places there. He, right. goes, he, goes, I, he goes, I keep hearing they can't, they can't clear these people up. Well, yes, they can. They, they absolutely can. And they do it. And they don't have that problem in Beverly Hills. How come the activists don't try to sue and bog them down in all sorts of ridiculous court proceedings like they do in other places? I wonder why. Um, they don't, don't remember let him... the act. Remember, <laughs> this is a great example. Remember after the whole uh, George Floyd thing in, in Minneapolis when he was killed by the police officers, and we had to ha we had unrest throughout the country. I remember Beverly Hills had some incidents. There was rock throwing, and then there were marches. And then they passed the set of rules that they can't march at night. And mm -hmm. Right. And that was it. That was the end of them. And you enforced the law. And, and the Beverly, yeah, Hills, so. Beverly Hills police don't kid around. They I actually, guess not. They enforced the law. And the activists just went away. I thought, oh, well, this is going to be a long court fight. Not really. Nothing happened. No, no. And when it comes to the homeless tents, if some guy gets away with it, uh, you're only allowed between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. to do that. And then at 6 a.m., you're, you're going to get a harsh wake up. And right. you're not going to want to sleep there again the next night. And by the way, you know what the total amount of money that the state has given to Oakland and Alameda County to fight homelessness uh, in the last uh, two years? $300 million. They got $300 million to that disgusting, corrupt little city and the surrounding county. $300 million.
They're so, they're such criminals. They're just absolute criminals. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. Well, God, earlier this hour, we were talking about the suit against L.A. County brought by Vanessa Bryant over the helicopter crash photos, right? Which we think could result in a financial penalty to the county. That's you and me, Deborah Mark, we're taxpayers. Could be happening again with next hour's story. A manly Stuart in Fernaldi has some new clients. This is a lawsuit against the L.A. County Juvenile Probation Camp System on behalf of 70 victims who claimed that they were subject, and they were females, to sex abuse, rape, molestation, and sex harassment when they were at these facilities. From deputy probation officers. When they were children. Is this another one where some evil people take positions in this well, kind of work because they get access to children? Vulnerable children? Some, I, but the thing is, it says dozens of officers and staff members. Dozens. So it's not just, you know, two or three. It was Look, like a ring. It's a big chunk of the staff here. These are, are these, I guess, another kind of probation officers? Because there seems to be probation officers who don't track uh, convicts who go on to kill people, right? We always yeah, find these out. Are, these, are, these are defined as deputy probation officers, yeah. and I well, think they're supposed to be at these camps to try to rehabilitate who, who? these young people. Rehabilitate, yeah. It says here, through military-style discipline and education. Who are these people? Like who? I thought they were closing a lot of these. Who takes a, do that who takes a, a job so they could uh, sexually abuse teenagers? All right. So, so where we'll, where are they getting this uh, labor pool from? Morgan Stewart from Stewart uh, from uh, Manly Stewart and Finaldi will join us at four oh five. And again, uh, they're taking on a lot of clients in this case against the county. We'll get more details. Uh, the other one of the other big stories this week that. I know, fascinated John Cobalt, and actually it was last week, was the woman that's accused of trying to poison her husband with the Drano in Orange County. Uh, this is a, a couple that apparently was not getting along very well and may have been in the process of a divorce. Uh, Dr. Emily Yu is the wife, a dermatologist, and uh, her husband is Dr. Jack Chen. Again, these are both doctors. Anyway... If you hadn't heard the story, he started to not feel well some months ago and got suspicious and set up a nanny cam. And he says uh, there's plenty of footage showing the wife pouring Drano into his hot lemonade. And that's when the case was taken to a criminal level. The thing that happened this week is that a judge refused to lift a temporary restraining order against this woman from seeing or even talking to in any manner her children. I guess that's the first move well, the husband made against her. She's not actually been she's not actually been hit with any criminal charges yet. The the judge Thomas Lowe. I guess he looked at the video. I guess See, he did, yes. You know, this uh, this stinking uh, attorney for the wife is trying to create all sorts of uh, They're saying it's fabricated. Well, they, they everybody says that. And it's yes. coming out of an attorney's You've got to say something. Yeah. No, you don't. You could say, yeah, she did it. No, you don't stipulate. You that's, never give that's up. That's the truth. Well, that, no, would, that would be the truth. Because then you get the worst the, penalty possible. The truth is... Fight, fight. My client hates her husband and wanted Leave to kill him. Leave any kind of doubt. Maybe there's one juror that'll believe you. <laughs> Come on. You know by now how this works. <laughs> Do not admit the truth. I, I, yeah, but I also know what the truth is. And, and she was trying to kill him. And so now it's going to be this elaborate, stupid, time and money-wasting game. 
Yeah, everyone's well, going to play their her part. Her attorney says, no, it's a ploy by him to get custody of the kids and win the divorce proceedings. He's making this stuff up. No, there's a video. It's doctored. <laughs> it's doctored. Sure, deep fake. <laughs> right. Very possible today. You can find experts on the dark web. We'll help you. I can make a video of you pouring Drano and Deborah Marks uh, avocado. Oh, please. Don't give him any ideas. No, no, actually, could you get her to pour Drano in my drink? and In your, I'll, in your Coke? Uh, that's your right. And I'll, and I'll drink it. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. Don't we hear that message every week now, Deborah? He's ready to go. I'm ready. Well, I am ready to go. Well, in between breaks, we were talking about how just disgusting the human body is, and we both kind of agreed that, you know what? What are we doing here? It's just gross. You want to exit your body. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) She's she's willing to get out with me now. Yeah, I'm, I'm having those thoughts. You're rubbing off on me. Yeah. Well, at least you're right, John. This judge thinks that the video is pretty compelling. And he's decided that she cannot. She can't even go on Zoom with these children. There's they, nine, have, they have two kids or three kids? There's 90 minutes of video. <laughs> well, <laughs> she three, didn't pour Drano three, for 90 minutes. No, but I mean, you could see the whole, the whole context of it. Right? Yeah, you can, supposedly in there's real several time. different days that he recorded her doing this. Right? I, yeah, I, so he, he was actually pretty smart. And he got, uh, you know, three different days. And it's 90 minutes worth of video. Right. And uh, Hittleman, the uh, attorney for what's what's his first name? Uh, I, 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 I lost track. Of Chen's it. attorney, or yeah, about... yeah, Stephen Hittleman, who represents the uh, husband, husband Chen. Right. Chen, yeah, he says that um, the videos are quite clear what she is doing. No. Well, the defense, and this we talked about last week, is that. Uh, She's being she's pouring it into a small cup to pour it down the drain. Mm. Well, the, this, the the video is a bit deceptive. You can't see the actual little cup she's pouring it, it into. The beauty it of looks this like she's is pouring it into the lemonade. Uh, if this actually you know goes to court, uh, I guess the judge has already seen it, and that's why she has the temporary restraining order, not him. Right. Uh, the jury will see it, and it'll be clear to everybody. So, um, you know, nice try here, but these, uh, you know, this. Uh, well, we're waiting on. Uh, we're waiting on Todd Spitzer because there still isn't a criminal case against her. Last I saw, right? This is a civil no. proceeding over the, the restraining order with the kids. Yeah, but this should be this should be attempted murder. You would think. I don't know whether they're still trying to put a case together. Yeah, and so and she was arrested but released. And so the the attorney who's uh, making stuff up to be polite is just doing it because he knows there's felony charges could be coming. All right. Well, it's another big lawsuit claiming. Sex abuse against young people. This time it's the L.A. County Juvenile Probation Camps. At least 70 victims and possibly more. We'll talk about it next. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.